Hello and welcome to the BSG Podcast. I'm your host, Chase, and today we're going to talk about the news this week. And boy, am I tired because I just started work and I'm fucking exhausted. But that's okay. We're still here. And with me to talk about it is Quinn. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. If you do not know who we are, we're an informative bi-weekly podcast focused on gaming news and discussions. On Mondays, we go over the news for the week, which is today, covering everything gaming without the BS. And on Wednesdays, we pick a juicy topic to cover or a game to review and give our half-informed opinions on them. Like Chase said, he's tired. I'm tired. It's the night time on Monday, so we apologize for that. But we're going to do our best. And if you want to appreciate us for doing our best, you can tweet us on Twitter at BS Gamers Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate some feedback, etc. But what could they do, Chase, if they want to be a home slice? If they want to get rid of the kids that you hear in the background, what they can do immensely is rate and review us and helps us grow as a podcast. So then I don't have to do this at home anymore. And I can do it in a (laughs) studio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ready to review us please we need it we're a small podcast we want to grow so are you ready to get started on this yeah one? with that let's get right into the game releases of the week i'll let you start coming out on ps4 we got mobile suit gundam battle operation 2 ling a road alone and ready set heroes on the switch we have sniper elite 3 ultimate edition beast quest 80 days Candleman. And Fault Milestone 1. Coming out on PC, we got Warsaw, Close Combat, The Bloody First, and Reign of Reflections, Chapter 1. On Xbox One, we have We Were Here 2, Slabwell, The Quest for Catcontons Alpaca. (laughs) Yeah, that's a ridiculous one. And finally, coming out on multiple consoles and systems, we have Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, the DLC. We have, you know, a girl who chants love at the bound of this world. Yeah. Interesting title. Yeah. (laughs) As Divine Kimura, LeGrand Legacy, Tale of the Fate Bound, Neo Cab, One Night Stand Console Edition, great name, Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, and finally, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon breakpoint aka shit point <laughs> is it bad now moving on it's pretty bad oh, it's, fuck. well we could talk about that later maybe. Okay. <laughs> anyways moving on to the news ea brings their library to the humble bundle and this is a sort of somewhat surprise uh sort of thing because ea is pretty honed down to selling their games on origin which is their own platform and store but in sort of a surprise sale they uh are putting their stuff on Humble, which is pretty cool. So Wait, so you're saying that EA is not going to take 99.9% of the uh, profits? Oh, well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> they might be taking a large chunk of the profits still, but at least they're allowing people to get uh, different versions on Humble instead of going through EA all the time. Maybe they don't like Origin. I don't know. Um, but to kick things off, they're having a, a large-ish sale on Humble Bundle with some of their older games going for as little as $2.49. Actually, if you look at the the newer games, though, they're not very price um, efficient. They're, they're new, one of the, like, the newest Battlefield, for example, Battlefield 5, is still $30, as well as some other games. A Way Out, which is a really old indie game that they published, um, 
is still $30. So some things aren't so good. Some things are really good. A lot of their older games are like five bucks. Battlefield 1 is $5. Battlefront 2 is $5. Pretty cool. So if you've been waiting for any of these games, it might be worth your time to just go take a look. In FIFA 20 competition, some personal information has been leaked. Players of the FIFA 20 game signed up for the E-World Cup competition on EA's registration portal page. At 1pm UK time, the registration was announced and shortly after, players were responding to EA that they could see other players' personal information who have registered. At 1.30pm UK time, EA found the issue and patched it up for players to continue registration. EA believes that up to 1,600 players may have been affected by this issue. Hmm. Is there more EA stuff coming? I have a feeling. Seems to be an (laughs) EA day. (laughs) Well, I guess we could go to this. Um, EA, this is a sort of thing we were going to talk about later. I didn't actually put it on the news for today, but we can talk about it. EA has filed a patent for a type of microtransaction system that seems pretty cancerous. So what the system is aimed to do is that it is, it is to incentivize you to buy into their microtransactions, whatever they might be. And the way they do this is by devaluing an item the longer it stays up on your page to purchase. So let's say you see a cool skin. Well, that skin is not going to be as valuable as time goes on even if you're spending the same amount of money. So the incentive is to buy it right when it comes out and so that you get the highest quality of that item, per se. Um, Who knows how this will actually affect games that EA makes, if they'll actually implement this, but they have filed a patent, which means they, they think this is a new type of technology for microtransactions, and we'll see how bad it will actually get. Um, Moving on, though. Red Dead Redemption coming to PC. Red Red Dead Redemption 2, that is. In a joint announcement with Rockstar and Google Stadia, Google Stadia basically said Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Stadia on lunch, uh, which is going to be in November 5th. And Rockstar Games said it's also coming to PC uh, stores in general, not just Stadia, which is like a crossbreed. Um, Controversially, though, the game will be pretty much available on all PC digital storefronts like Epic, Humble, GameStop, Rockstar and Green Man Gaming on the launch day of November 5th, but a Steam release isn't planned until December, which is kind of controversial. And uh, we're set to gain more information about the release and Red Dead Online content on October 9th, as well as different pre-order bonuses and pre-order options. Moving on to other news besides things about EA, we have the Video Game Writing Award being canceled for WGA, Writers Guild of America. The union represents writers across movies, TV, and video games, but has decided to scrap the video game category for the next edition of the show. WGA has honored video game writing since 2008 and said that the Video Game Writing Award will not be handed out in 2020's next show due to a lack of WGA-covered games. Due to low numbers of people covered by WGA in the past, some games that were not covered have been nominated in prior shows and hence their reasoning to scrap this category. And a funny thing, uh, I was looking at some of the comments below about people who have been a part of the WGA and they're like, good riddance. So, a little funny. Well, I think like it says is that a lot of game uh, writers aren't in the guild, 
So it it basically the guild is giving out awards to people who aren't in the guild, and people don't like that. Well, I think even worse is that like uh, the the reason for the comment was there is no uh, benefit really to be part of it besides just getting an award. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll talk about it later. Let's move on. Moving on, as Shay said, Monster Hunter World Iceborne now I guess is getting a Resident Evil crossover event. So although October is the time for creepy monsters and Halloween events throughout the gaming industry, it looks like Monster Hunter World Iceborne is going to be a little late to the party. The game will be going live with its Halloween event in November, but those that wait will get a very cool surprise as they're doing Resident Evil-themed stuff. So the event will have plenty of horror-themed cosmetics for players to collect, as well as Resident Evil 2-themed skins. So far, Leon and Claire have been announced as playable skins, as well as some cool zombie-esque playable skins as well. When you said uh, that they were playable skins, I almost thought they were going to zip themselves up as human flesh of uh, Leon and Claire. <laughs> yeah, very. Uh, that'd be very Halloween-esque for sure <laughs> in November. Rocket League announces its new item shop model coming in December. So back in August, Rocket League promised to remove paid loot boxes from their game and plan to replace it with a new mechanic. So Sonic has finally announced that their style will be in blueprints, which will replace crates with varying rarities, such as painted certified and special editions. So basically the same item, but a different color or some item that says, oh, you get a lot of shots with this one or whatever. These blueprints have a chance of dropping when completing matches. And to create the item from the blueprints, you will need credits, Rocket League's new premium currency that can be used on in-game items such as Rocket Pass premium upgrades and purchases from the new rotating item shop. The new item shop will also feature a plethora of content such as new items, legacy crates, and more. All item shop purchases will be locked to your account and cannot be traded. So that's a pretty big thing right there. And credits will be replacing keys with an unknown conversion rate to the new system. And crates will also be replaced with blueprints with some conversion rate, again, that we do not know about. Just a small little news thing here. GOG, also known as CD Projekt Red or the developers behind the Witcher series and Cyberpunk 2077, their digital storefront, which is GOG or GOG, is having its 11th anniversary sale right now. The digital store mainly hosts smaller indie titles, so if you want to support smaller devs, the GOG sale is uh, the perfect place to do that. Now, uh, that's pretty much it, but hey, if you like indie devs and you want to support small people that don't make a lot of money and aren't going to Epic, this might be a good way to throw some bucks to a good cause. And finally, our last piece of news is that Alpha Dream, the developers of the wondrous, fantastical Mario and Luigi RPG series, files for bankruptcy. Yahoo Japan states that the studio filed the claim on October 1st following the years of financial difficulty. As of March 2018, the company had a debt that stood at $4.3 million. Since 2003 and 2017, they have sold over 10 million copies of the series. However, and I looked this up myself, their most recent game has only sold 70,000 units, which may be one of the reasons for filing bankruptcy. So we'll have to see. Well, with that, we're going to take a little bit of a break here and return with our discussion section where we talk about the news that interests us and 
spread some gossip around. Yeah, or bullshit. Yeah, bullshit around. There you go. So hopefully Quinn got a swig of water and we're going to start our discussion. So Quinn, you know, our podcast is the biggest fans for Rocket League, as you know, the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) The two fans of our podcast are also the biggest fans of Rocket League. Uh, What do you think about um, this new system? So we've been playing Rocket League for years, right? Um, so listeners, this is, we've been playing for a very long time since I think Quinn probably played since the very beginning. I started probably around season three or four on the PS4 and then went over to the PC master race, um, around season four and been there ever since. We probably, I, I think I have like a thousand hours easy. I, I probably have something similar and I got to say, I am having withdrawals since I did not play much last (laughs) week. And it's I'm really dying. rough, isn't it? It's yeah. hard not being able to play it. Like, it's just, uh, well, especially so I have played without you. And we'll probably talk about this more when we do a little up, update episode uh, here in a bit. But I've been playing without you, and it's rough. It's rough doing it on your own. It still has that feeling of like, oh, I want to play, but I, I can get tilted so much quicker. Yeah, because you get pissed off at the guy and you can't yell at him. I know, I can't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> It's like, what are, what are you doing? You just scored three goals on us. What are you, you're my teammate. <laughs> but uh, going back, I guess, to the topic. So we have this great love for this game. And they have things in the game such as a rocket pass similar to the battle pass in uh, right. Fortnite. So they have a battle wrong. pass system and a crate system. The crate system so far has, over the years, it's pretty much decreased in value. Like the, the incentive to get crates just dropped over time um as the game was it was heavily like a trading game where you could or at least the the incentive to get crates was that you could trade items to other players so that gave the items more value than just uh just you know items i guess like the the incentive is that you're spending money to open a crate which then gives the items in that crate real some sort of real or digital value and then you can trade your item for multiple items like a market Yes, and this is unlike Overwatch, which does not have a trading system, which is to compare. So they or even Fortnite, which is probably the best example because Epic owns Psionics now, which is the developers of Rocket League. Very good point, actually. (laughs) Like this, what is what is happening here is pretty much Fortnite. (laughs) Like, like get rid of the crates, and we're gonna get rid of any way for, or at least at the moment, it looks like we're gonna get rid of ways for players to earn things on their own and we're going to replace everything with a unified currency that you have to buy into so it makes you wonder so i think i don't believe that they're actually going to give any currency with the conversion if i was reading this correctly so with this new what currency it really sounds like that you have to buy into it well, no, I think I think if you have keys, it will convert that to whatever the keys are valued at. 
Um, did I write in here about what the keys were? I feel like I did. I thought they were going to change those into... Oh, no, no. Yeah, I didn't specify. Uh, yeah, so it could change that too. But then maybe... Is it later? Are we going to be able to earn credits? No. That's the issue. And I have a feeling, no. yeah. No, we're we're, the only way you can earn credits is by leveling up within the rocket pass. Oh, okay. And so essentially you can buy still right. the But the, pass. The, the problem, I guess it, it debatably not a problem, but the issue here is that with the rocket pass you earn decryptors right Mm -hmm. which then is basically you can spend all of your decryptors and you will still earn enough keys to buy back your rocket pass but the problem is that with this it's all going to be the same currency so it's easier to overspend and then have mm. to spend more money to get a rocket pass. Right, you that's a good I'm point. Saying? Because one of the things that they have in Rocket League is they have two separate types of keys. One that right. actually matters and the other one that you can use for fun. Right, and like, so hey, now, just here's here's some free stuff. Here's some free crates you can open yeah. pretty much. And obviously there is a contingency. The ones that actually open stuff you cannot trade right. in the first place. But it seems like that doesn't even matter for the future of Rocket League anyways. Everything is going to be non-tradable. Right. And so now I get the I get your argument that now that they're going on one currency, that can be quite an issue, as you said. Right. Now they can not necessarily manipulate, but they can make it easier for you to overspend. And then you'll have to pay more money to get get your rocket pass or get whatever you want to get. Now, as for me, I don't find this that troublesome, at least, like I said, for me, because I do not really care about the best item. Or right. the coolest item, I guess I should say. It's not really the best uh, to put on my car. But, but I can you do see buy other cars. people care about it. I, I, okay, I've bought two in my life. One of them was uh, the Batmobile. And I unfortunately bought that for the PlayStation. So I'm never going to use that again. And then I bought one uh, on this one. It was the McLaren. Now, that was already an in-game item as it was. It was meant to be bought in that sense. So it wasn't... Right. It wasn't even meant to. I don't think it was even meant to be bought. Uh, can you do you convert it with keys and then buy it, or because I don't think so. I think no, you, you just you buy it. With I cash. believe you have to just purchase it. Yeah, as, so, an, as with money, and then have an issue with that at all. That was a completely separate thing. I'd have to argue. Right, um, but I think with this new item shop, we might see anything: vehicles, decals, items, all using the same currency i don't think so i don't at least at least for the cars that they come out with that are like the batmobile and the mclaren (laughs) and things like that you see you think they'll still be dlc they will be separate from the game yeah they'll be separate from the game and you have to buy those well the other thing too is that as the game moves off of steam epic epic doesn't i don't know that they currently have an infrastructure with their store (laughs) to allow you to just buy dlcs like that um, but we'll have to uh, see and al- also it's interesting that point. they haven't really updated us on what will happen come the first of the year where so, will rock right. league live um i know i i'm pretty sure rocket this is my prediction my bullshit prediction is that rocket league is going to stay on steam until excuse me until they have a um infrastructure to be able to buy the cars in some way or form or even just the the infrastructure to support so many different controller types 
<laughs> that's another issue like controller support on steam uh, is so superior to epic that it it's is. like like what if you have a disabled person using a specific controller and it only works on steam and then you transfer them to epic that's like totally bad yeah even though uh rocket league said that they're not leaving the steam store if you had already purchased it on it right. i mean knowing how epic is they probably will eventually nix that so that it's right only... what basically they said is that you're not necessarily you won't lose your purchase but they might have you transfer your purchase which oh is my the... god that's gonna be a fucking bitch and a half too uh debatable we can talk about destiny 2 if we want um i i transferred my destiny 2 account from Battle.net to steam and that was that was pretty easy? bad okay. it was it was decently easy the only issue is that it was so <laughs> overrun with players that their servers were like crashing <laughs> Um, so it was, that was the only issue I was running into was that their servers would like lag out as I'm trying to cross my stuff over. But I did wait until like the very last minute to, to move things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine it will be not as difficult. I guess the only thing with that might be difficult is, yeah, it's, is tying purchases. Like let's say you bought the McLaren. How will they be able to transfer that purchase over that might be an additional thing i don't know yeah there's 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 things that are issues that we do not know enough about and we'll be going so far down the bullshit hole right that (laughs) i think there's like a pun in there actually by accident the the Uh, bullshit hole meaning an asshole yeah (laughs) that i didn't mean to say but um yeah it just goes so far far down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Who knows what's going to happen? As long as I'm hoping this system means that. I guess this could go one of two ways. This could mean that Epic is just turning Rocket League into a Fortnite like monetization model, which could mean that the updates for Rocket League, like the majority of the Psionic staff, just becomes. Um, like art people making new decals and stuff and not necessarily updating the game in any specific way. Um, I really need that uh, audio to be fixed so I can like scream at other players on the, in the game. Right. So. There's a lot of things <laughs> that are still not good in the game. Um, and organization with organization, items. Right. Oh my God, Inventory, your garage or whatever they call it is so bad. And how is that even going to update? Like, are you still going to be able to grind, um, grind items to get better gear? I don't know. We'll have to see. I think I think we need to put this to rest, or we're gonna just talk. We're just gonna have to create another podcast dealing with Rocket <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Um, so let's move on. Uh, I think we wanted to talk about Red Dead Redemption Two coming to PC. Yeah. So, what is your perspective on this? Because I know you haven't really. I, I don't know if you've even played the first Red Dead. No, game. I have not. Um, or even what? Have you even been interested in this game at all? Or I have been interested with Red Dead Redemption 2 specifically because of what I heard about how much that has gone into it, besides just the graphics. I'm talking about like how a single uh, NPC in the game has its own work-life schedule, and that each one follows a, not necessarily an algorithm, yeah, let's say an algorithm that kind of changes somewhat throughout the the days. It's like a shift. It's a simulation game. Yeah, simulation, that's the word. Thank you. Yeah. And I am 
I'm actually pretty excited for that type of uh, um, game because I like sandbox games. Right. I think this game got highly reviewed. Um, I know you told me it was the best game of the year and one of the Or game it's, shows. it's definitely going to be one of the game of the year contenders for sure. Easy peasy. It, has, it did. It won. Oh, it won. Well, there you go. <laughs> I know. It did, I, should, I don't know which one it won, though. I, I think there it were won multiple. overall and then something else. Because uh, there are multiple game shows on, like, God of War. One right, one. right. That's what God I'm of War won. Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 won. Those are pretty much the big two of the last year. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, for me, I'm pretty excited to actually play it on PC where I actually can put it on ultra high-end graphics. I'm wondering if, like, with how big the game is, because it was 100 gigabytes on the PC, uh, excuse me, the PS4. Yeah. Um, came on how, two discs. Yeah, came on two discs. Um, how will I be able to play this on the highest settings with how good the graphics were trying to be for the ps4 oh maybe not yeah so you might not be able to play it on ultra settings depending on if they do like rtx stuff to it which is real-time ray tracing that was the thing that was in control right that's in control it's in the newer call of duty that's coming out it was in battlefield uh, 5 it's a very new technology and it's basically like real-time lighting which is like whoa that's like crazy and super uh, computative uh, intense intensive in- intensive computationally is what I mean and, and um, which which um, graphics card is only able to do that so right the, that's the 20 series which is the, the series after your, your graphics okay. card so you have the 1080 you'll probably be able to play an ultra but you just won't be able to play with the RTX mm-hmm. version I'm very sad um, if they even do RTX there's a whole other thing but I think like to your point it is an amazing game. I had it on PS4. I sold my PS4 because I wasn't putting enough time into my PS4 just because it was inconvenient to play games on. And I really liked Red Dead Redemption 2 when I was playing it. It looked really good. It definitely had that simulation feel. Like your facial hair grows and you're able to cut it certain ways depending on the length. Um, And it grows in real time. So if you're just like sitting around for three days you know it will grow a lot better than if you just uh turn the game off and come back yeah i listened to a review and i heard like they're the they were joking around about the how far the the beard can go and like you can almost get like a gandalf level beard or something like that right there's a lot of things that go on like if you take your horse to from the from a valley to the mountains you will see the testicles on the horse shrink (laughs) <laughs> which is like why, why who who did this <laughs> who loves dicks and pe- uh, dicks who, and balls so much who wrote this into the code that like hey you know what we need we need this we need testicle physics to in, be perfect uh, in simulation and red dead redemption to the simulation <laughs> game uh wouldn't it be even funnier if like the they got a third party like someone to do it off not not on the take two team or the rockstar team and then they're they're like oh dude this is so fucking awesome and they just they had to bring it in uh to to put it in it cost them like tens of thousands of dollars just to add it it's possible the thing is gta 5 is one of the most successful games ever that's true and that was also uh very like simulation heavy right and Red Dead Redemption 2 was just a step up, and I'm sure a ton of money went into it. 
Yeah, how, but much, also, how much did they I, sell? I, I recall like the animations on the horses is like so accurate and stuff that uh, I believe like universities were using it or something like doctors or something were, were using it as models uh, like as the best and highest res 3D models of a horse because the muscles were so accurate and the way that the horse moved were, was so accurate. Um, wow, but another thing that terrible. I'm interested in and the main thing that excites me is that both GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 and even Red Dead Redemption 1 have online components. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get into them, but it's really hard on something like a PS4 when none of my friends are on PS4. <laughs> but you're on PC, yeah, and I'll play. And the good news Other is, I friends have a are job on PC, <laughs> so yeah. I can actually buy stuff like this. You can buy it, but you won't have time to play. But <laughs> essentially, know. I want to make I want to make a group of banditos, <laughs> and uh, we can go around, you know, capturing women and. Shooting up the the natives and the locals, <laughs> man. You know the sales on this is actually really terrible. On Red Dead Redemption Two, yeah, they only sold no, yeah, compared 20, to compared twenty five million, yeah, which is not even what half of GTA Five in the first week or something. Uh, yeah, GTA Five has sold now over ninety million copies. Right, but twenty five million oh, is shit. a is a ton. It is a lot. I'm just joking, but the the point is, is that how if you compare it to GTA Five, you're like, what right. the fuck is going but on? But GTA as a franchise is so much bigger than Red. This is the second game. Yeah, right. That's crazy, and it's got huge numbers. Technically, this is ridiculous. the third game, but we won't talk about Red Dead Revolver because that was so old. But yeah, <laughs> this is like the second modern game of this franchise, and it's hitting 25 uh, million copies sold. That's a ton. Yeah, that is too too ridiculous. You have a game like Sekiro, which is coming off of all the Souls game, and it only hits four million. And it is critically acclaimed; it's very successful. Right? Yes, but you <laughs> that's know, the sad part. <laughs> right, but it's just this. This game is just so much bigger and appeals to so many different types of people. Um, yeah. And now it will appeal to PC players. Yay! I wonder what uh, it would take a lot more work to figure this out, but I wonder what the uh, profit is based on Sekiro versus this because they put a lot more money into Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. 2. There's so many more people working on uh, Rockstar games in general, yeah. and they're all... I've, we've, we didn't start this podcast soon enough, but uh, pretty much last year, as the game was getting all these awards and stuff, it was coming out that um, people were working 100-hour work weeks and were basically getting fucked in the ass by Rockstar. Yeah, and this is a normal thing. That well, debate. De- yeah, it overworking it on systems. crunch time is normal, but pretty much the way they were doing it at Rockstar was like above and beyond normal. Mm-hmm. Like it was definitely abnormal how much they were expecting of their employees. I want to say more about it because I'm actually listening to a audiobook about um, video games, and it was I was just recently listening to one about GTA and about its production, and like the the work ethic that they had to put in for it and uh i guess they actually like it uh when they were making gta 3 and 4 and so on that they didn't mind the long work hours because they actually enjoyed uh working under the guy more than uh working at other places because i think they had offers uh when gta 2 came out that mm-hmm. it was like going bad and they're like no 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 we want to work for you even though the other one wants to pay us more and better right like have a better life just because well, i think we also enjoy it, it. it it probably comes down to 
that um, re- regardless of the work hours, the work environment is probably a lot healthier, mm-hmm. as well as you're working on arguably one of the greatest franchises of all time. Yes. And like as a as a uh, a single player game, it is like one of the biggest single player games of all time, period. If if not the biggest one in the last uh, ten years, yeah, I can't I can't argue that. I want to put Final Fantasy somehow in there, but I can't argue. I'm just yeah, kidding. it's it's so yeah, insane it's a, it's so how good. how many copies of GTA Five were sold for a single player game. It's insane. Yeah, I, but hey, I mean that I guess the dedication from the employees really shows through. I yeah, don't know. yeah. Um, you remember how, like, in Red Dead Redemption 2, because of how long they worked, they, there were jokes inside, like, the... I think it had to do with, like, the gun's information or something like that. Do you, do you recall that being a thing in Red Dead Redemption 2? Like, the, the people who worked so long that they would, like, compare uh, their, their work life to um, some of the, I guess, not history... Like, it's like when in-game items have information on them. Like Easter eggs in- Easter in-game. eggs, yeah, 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 that's the word. Maybe. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, a whole quest line about, like, mirroring the terrible life of a Rockstar yeah. employee. I'm, I'm sure you'll find it, because you did for Control. Which, by the way, guys, uh, Quinn and I finally beat Control, so sometimes We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit in, in, a, in a separate episode, but yeah, yeah. well, we're working on getting a review up on that. Yeah. Just sometime soon. We don't know when, but right. just know that it's it's in the works. Let's move well, on to the final on. thing. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the final thing we want to talk about. Uh, to, I'll let you pick. I don't know. I don't remember. I think it had something to do with. Um, oh, we were going to talk about EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like looking for it on the, the the document. I was like, I can't find it. It's not on the document. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you talked about it uh, off the document. Right. And this is about EA's um, new patent. patent that they want to add uh, dealing with microtransactions. Right. So what you so want to explain again? Yeah, my, let me explain a little bit more. So this particular system is designed to create a sense of urgency in players to make them purchase in-game items as soon as possible. The reason being that the virtual items will decrease in value over time based on the number of purchases made. Hence, if a player wants to reap maximum benefits, they will want to be the first ones to make the purchase. It kind of like day one, like if you are one of the first person to buy this item, it'll have a high sale price then. Correct? It will not, not, not necessarily the price, but this is, I'm going to extrapolate a little bit. Let's say you're playing a game like um, Rocket League. <laughs> no, let me use one of their games. Let me okay. use one. Of the, so, like Battlefield Five, right? And this new skin. Wow, you didn't pick the Star Wars game. Well, I guess we could do Star Wars. Too, <laughs> come but, on, come on, that's the best one. Okay, so we'll do Battlefront Two. <laughs> Thank you. Let's say Battlefront Two. A a. This is ignoring their current. Uh, microtransaction system but let's say they have a new system right where this new patent is implemented and we're extrapolating on what this patent could be so a an item goes on sale let's say a darth vader skin whoa right 
if you are one of the first persons to first people to buy this skin hypothetically it could be in better quality than people who buy it later as in if you're one of the first hundred this skin might have a golden aura around it oh my god but as more people buy the skin the aura reduces to silver and then bronze and then the aura just disappears like that is potentially what this system could do it's it's a way to decrease the value of an item as people stop buying it oh so it's basically God. like first come first get the best items for it's it's like pay to first person to pay to win gets the best pay to win option and then as the second person gets the second best and the third person gets the third best wouldn't it be really cool if the first person to get the item gets like a platinum aura <laughs> right no no so let me, me. let me go a bit more on the, the the quotes of this this patent and stuff so the offers may be provided within the game instance of the game space okay what okay offers may be provided within the game instance of the game space that decrease in value based on previous acceptances of the offers the offers may include a first offer having a first value that progressively decreases based on the amount of users that have previously accepted the first offer in order to incentivize Early acceptance of the first offer. So basically, yeah, it's it's saying that the item's value or quality or rarity or whatever will be the highest for the first person to purchase it. So it could be as lightly touched as just saying legendary item and then later when other people buy it, it'll just say common. Right. So it, it could be exactly that. Like you, yeah, it could be that you, when you purchase it, it is a legendary item. And as people buy it, it becomes less, uh, less high in the rarity scale. And then it turns into common when everyone's pretty much purchased it. But I'm assuming that you get to keep that idea that it is legendary. Is that the essential? Well, hopefully that's that. Yes. So if you're the first adopter of a, a microtransaction, which is a weird sentence, um, you will have the legendary version of that microtransaction. Okay. Um, it could be as easy as that, or it could be like, not only do you have the legendary edition, but the legendary edition looks better and is stronger than all other, other versions of that item. Yeah, so let's see. What are the issues? In one hand, I'm going to put the pro, and then you can do the all the cons. The okay. one pro, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do the easy word. Yeah. Okay. The one pro I see is that it looks cool to have to be the one of the first hundred to get that item. Right. That's all I got. <laughs> okay, but it also incentivizes uh, addiction by always being active on the game because anything could be launched at any time. Uh, which is a bunch of psychological that's problems. That's a con, Quinn. Um, that is not a pro. I'm talking about the consumer standpoint. Oh, you're saying pros? I don't think there are any pros. <laughs> no, I, I just said the pro, and that was it. Right, like, so I'm you get to cons. Cool, you get to have a cool one uh, at the very beginning if you if you buy it. Right, if you're the first one up, you can get something cooler than everybody else. Yeah, now if, uh, do the rest of the cons, as you were saying. Addiction. So, yeah, one of the cons, it, it can if for people who are already susceptible to addiction in video games or a susceptible to like let's say they're so dedicated to a game that they want the best items this could really fuck those people over 
Um, it also, it is making microtransactions, which at the moment aren't really invasive, right? It's like, hey, here are all the options to buy stuff. Please buy the stuff, right? It's making that system even more toxic in a way. At the moment, right, you have, let's say, three or a group of middle schoolers. One middle schooler says, I just got the new Fortnite dance. All right. And all you plebs are poor and don't have the Fortnite dance. So all the other kids, what do they do? They, you know, hope and beg that they can get the, uh, the Fortnite dance by asking their parents for some money. Let's say two of them get it and three of them don't. Now that like, not necessarily peer pressure of it, but the, the urgency to buy an item is so much higher because now you have a time limit. Not only do you have to buy this item to be cool or to to feel good about yourself, you have a time limit to make that decision. Now I'm just wondering about in Fortnite, you know, separately, do they they have a timer when you get their skins and stuff like that that they're limited as well? Right, some are up for a day, some are up for a week, etc. But this I feel like this is this is adding to that problem. I right? and I, I agree. I'm just yeah. Right. This is a problem that Fortnite also has. Right. And now that this is this new pattern or this new system or style of doing it is even worse. Right. This is a way to make it even worse and even even more damaging to young gamers or gamers that are easily you know susceptible to things like addiction, etc. Because I think one of the things that they're trying, I, here's what I'm thinking EA is trying to to do. So by creating these gold, silver, and bronze, um, hypothetically, obviously, right. hypothetically, things will be less, yeah. But like this different, this differing uh, um, values of skins is right. people are going to explosively buy right at the beginning until they get the item, and then let's say it's a low percentage. So like let's right. say it's some loot box where it's not just that skin but some other stuff and it, that item that you right really you have want a higher a percentage, percentage of getting something better yeah so you're gonna keep purchasing 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 until you finally get the skin and then it'll probably be silver by then because you took so long to purchase it and so now you're like darn well I guess I have to go for the next item that comes out the next day and then you're gonna purchase and purchase and purchase and this is to combat for EA's standpoint that when they create something it probably has not that quick of sales do you get what i'm saying like it doesn't right. get that many purchases but now right. this is going to get explosive purchasing until right. they get the item that they want well that so you're taking terrible. it to the the utmost like dystopia view is where like not only is this a microtransaction thing but it's it, it's tied to loot boxes <laughs> Oh, oh it's it, that would be really bad i don't know if it's right. exactly that but that it's sounds not, like what it would be no it has at the moment it has nothing to do with loot boxes it's just items like item rarity will go down as as people take longer to buy it but yeah if it's loot boxes like hey we're if you are the first five thousand people to buy this loot box you have a 10 percent chance at getting a legendary item and for Holy all the other plebs shit. that take longer it will be it'll drop to five percent then two percent then one percent I, I can't even i can't and even. then people are gonna be like oh shit i'm spending a hundred bucks on the you know i'm gonna get a hundred of the first five thousand and i felt bad on spending way too much on brave frontier uh fuck it please listeners if you listen to us and you you heard about this patent don't give in 
instead give to our <laughs> just podcast. Just don't buy instead. EA stuff. I don't even know why. <laughs> I, I made a story about EA bringing their games to Humble Bundle because EA is cancer. <laughs> instead, give to our podcast. <laughs> or, or to GOG, you know, GOG. GOG, GOG has some indie titles with broke developers, much like me and Chase. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not so much anymore, but I mean, not until the 15th. I need to get paid. <laughs> Chase is broke like... until the 15th, everybody. <laughs> donate to our patreon (laughs) our non-existent patreon yeah exactly um all right um i feel good about talking about this do you want to add anything else to it or you feel i think i I think think we've definitely covered the news for the week and we'll do the same next week as we get more news to cover so on that note thank you for listening guys um we appreciate you listening we really appreciate you guys in fact and we would love to hear from you guys we would love for you guys to go on twitter at bs gamers podcasting tweet with us share your opinions talk to us about anything you want we're there we love to talk if your parents are beating you we'll be there and we'll help you through tough times and we might send uh fuck i can't even make the joke child services nice job chase <laughs> not we'll send love and compassion but we'll send child services we'll get rid of that hatred we'll get rid of your parents <laughs> give us 40 grand we'll get rid of your parents we'll make them go away but quinn what could they do that's even better if you want to do us a solid and a half you can do so by leaving us a review on the podcast at wherever you listen to podcasts uh, if you're thinking about leaving a negative review though here's an alternative thought please Give us your critiques on Twitter. We will respond to you. We will talk to you. We will try and make things better so that maybe one day you can give us that positive review. And if you're one of those people that are already willing and able to give us a positive review, positive review, we love you and thank you. And we love you again. We'll talk to you guys later. See you soon.